enough to to try to to analyze which was what I did to try to analyze my career. Do you think not winning the final in the Champions League pay at all in the squad of Mauricio Pochettino? I don't know because I never lost a Champions League final. Good evening. Welcome to the St. Louis Red Army podcast. I am your host this week, Matt Hutchinson. Tonight, I'm joined with our good friend, Ryan Kazat. Uh, our buddy and our, our new host, uh, Patrick Kelly, is out at the Blues game tonight. He's uh, actually out there in person seeing those wonderful uh, quote-unquote nah. clown jerseys tonight. Uh, nah. Ryan's, Ryan's a big fan. We've been talking about how great they look. <laughs> And, uh, you know, wa- watching the game, I just keep waiting for Fox tracks to, to kick back on. I keep waiting to see a glowing puck out there. So, <laughs> and then, uh, we've, we've got a special guest on tonight. It's, uh, it's good. It's going to make for a good show. We've got Rick Evers on. He's, he's a good friend of Ryan's and he's also a big Spurs fan. So welcome to the show, Rick. Thanks for having me on guys. Yeah. So before we kind of get into the, the big news and the, really the, the one big thing we're wanting to talk about tonight, Rick, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, you know, how long have you been a Spurs fan? What what drew you to the club? And just anything else you want to share about yourself? Uh, yeah, so about uh, 2006 or so, uh, getting more into the uh, Premier League. And, you know, I had friends that were United fan, or United supporters, uh, Liverpool supporters. I know. I don't know why I associated with them. Uh, mm. uh, you know, Chelsea supporters, things like that. No one really was uh, – you know, on the Tottenham wagon, you know, I did a little digging, you know, saw how, you know, great they were in the early 60s and the early mid 80s. And it just felt like they had uh, a good amount of tradition. And, you know, they weren't, you know, top, you know, I wasn't going to be latching on to, you know, a top, you know, perennial top four team at that time. And uh, I don't know, it just felt right. Sort of, sort of an underdog. They, they usually play uh a very visually appealing style of football. So, I mean, it's just like, eh, you know, might, might lose, you know, some games five to three, but, you know, it'll be entertaining uh, back then. And uh, I really started uh, seriously supporting them, you know, about 2010 or so and uh, joined up with the St. Louis Spurs uh, guys at mm, 2011, I think, 2012, somewhere in there. And, uh, you know, just, Huge, huge supporter, huge fan. Uh, actually, this year uh, got married and on our honeymoon went over to uh, London. Saw Spurs beat. Uh, uh, shoot, they won uh, three nothing. Saw Lucas get a uh, hat trick against uh, Bournemouth, I believe. Um, no, not Bournemouth. I don't know. Can't remember off the time. Just incredible, incredible experience and. Uh, uh, yeah, so now uh, living in Jose's world, apparently. One of my best friends, Andy Burrell. I'm sure you know Andy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Lyle, and 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 there, there's just there's a lot of good guys that are in that group, and 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 uh, Spurs are just. I agree. They're they're one of those clubs where it's there's not much you can find that where you could really you know there's a lot to respect about the club. So. I, I've always had good times watching the Spurs games and, and uh, when they play United and, and otherwise. So it, it's good to have you on. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll just jump right back, right into it. The, the big news, obviously everybody's heard, and I think it's a good topic for us to talk about tonight. We kind of come at different angles is 
Obviously, uh, Pochettino was sacked the other day. And within uh, 24 hours, Jose Mourinho is, is back into the Premier League. He's now the new manager of, of Tottenham. And uh, and already, the you know, if you go on social media and you're checking everything online, the, the reaction's been rather mixed. Um, people are thrilled to see him back in the Premier League. Um, some people are kind of shocked that Tottenham would even want to go with the guy with the way it ended uh, for him at United. Um, I've seen mixed reaction from Tottenham fans. I've seen some fans who, like Lyle, who are just not happy about it all. And, you know, Andy's Andy's got mixed optimism about it, but he also knows the worry. And, and then I think there's some Spurs fans who are absolutely excited to see what he can do and come shake it out. So, Rick, where, where do you land on the spectrum of the whole thing? I am mostly not happy, but cautiously optimistic. Um, just with how Daniel Levy and Enoch have run in the past, they just don't give their managers much funds to, to roll with. And, you know, Jose is going to want to bring in some of his guys. And I, you just, I don't know. I, I think Jose has got a lot to prove after what happened uh, with you guys at United. And I just, I, I don't think that he would take the job if he wasn't promised a certain uh, wage bill that they were going to, you know, fulfill for him. And I don't know. So, so that's sort of optimistic. I've also heard sort of rumors that them bring in Jose in is sort of uh, a sign that they they might be trying to sell the club, which would be phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know too many Spurs supporters that are really happy with Daniel Levy, Levy or Enoch. Uh, they only care about money. I mean, obviously, you know, every owner, you know, cares about money, but it's money over everything for them. Um, and so I don't know, it's just tough the way Jose or, uh, Potch went out with him not getting players in for, you know, two straight windows and then get some guys in and they, they're hurt. They're not fit enough. Uh, I don't think he's really given a fair shake at the end. So just in players quitting on him, which is, which has been pretty, pretty garbage and Bush league all year. Yeah. Uh, so, so one of the things I, I was curious to find out from you too, cause I, 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 I've kind of kept peripheral of what's going on with Spurs over the last couple of years. You know, last year was when Pochettino started getting a little vocal about being frustrated about not getting any money to spend. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like you said, it does seem like the players just really haven't performed. What's gone wrong for Pochettino at, at Tottenham beyond is it, is it really just him not getting the money or do you, yeah. think, there's, do yeah. you think there's other things going on well, that has, well, has caused the friction? I, I, I think there's late last season, he had sort of a, a cryptic message, sort of basically open your wallet Enoch and, you know, let me get some players in and then he finally got it and, they still had the short leash and with how quickly, I don't know. It's just uh, the lack of new players for a full calendar year, sort of, I, I think it made his message a little stale with the players. And so they, they started tuning them out. They started not wanting to be there. Uh, I mean, Erickson thought he was for sure going to M- Madrid uh, over the summer. That didn't happen. Um and then Elderworld and Vertonghen, I don't know if they've been a little knocked all year or if they're, they've, it seems like they've checked out too. So, I mean, it's just, it, it just, I mean, Potch does run a very, 
very tough uh, training schedule. And, you know, I, I think just the lack of new blood coming in and trying to fight for spots, it just sort of got guys complacent and they just got tired of listening to the same thing over and over again with no one pushing behind them. Yeah. That makes sense. So, so Ryan, I want to kind of bring you in on, on something that, that Rick had mentioned about, you know, he wasn't getting his players. When we saw Josie at United, it, it seemed that yeah he was having his negative moments here or there, but there wasn't a complete meltdown until we were heading into last season when he made it very clear that he wanted to bring in a new center back. He really wanted to shore up that defense. And it seemed like Woodward did not trust Jose to go spend that money on the guy. They didn't want to spend while he was necessarily there. And that seemed to be when the, when the meltdown really happened. Do you think that's going to carry into what's going on at Tottenham? Do you think that was really the only thing that was uh, the major downfall for Jose? Like how, how's, how's he going to be able to walk into this new situation with potentially the same problem? Well, I think, just kind of echo what Rick's comments were. There had to have been a discussion with Levy about how there's going to be money spent. I mean, I, I love the guy. I still do. I don't care who he goes and manages. I just do. Um, I watched the press conference. And one of the things was, is the respect that he had for Pochettino, the five and a half years that he was at a club, which let's face it in modern football, that's almost a miracle. Um, managers don't last that long. Players don't last that long. Clubs, he has been able to keep everybody together. So I think he's going to continue on what he built for. And it's definitely a sign for Tottenham's vision going forward that they do want to be a big club. Some people are going to argue that they've been punching above their weight for the past couple of years, but he's got a solid club right now. And there was a question posed, you know, what do you want on your Christmas list? And he just wants his players. He has now he's walking into a great club. He loves the players. He says he hasn't gotten any one-on-ones yet with them. There's not too many days ago. He's got a match. <clears throat> you know, I, I guess tomorrow or Sunday, I can't remember what, when they play. But this Saturday. This Saturday, okay. So, yeah, he's already got a match going in. And he's happy with the squad he has now. Now is he just saying that because of his first press conference? You know, who knows? Um, the only time he's ever gone in the middle of the season taking over a club was Porto in 2001, um, in which, you know, they didn't do much. But then, you know, the next year um, they won the league and the year after that, Champions League. So, for me, you know, I would, you know, as a Spurs fan, of course you have to feel bad just because this was a manager who was loved by you guys. He took you guys to the the heights you've never known, you know, finals of Champions League and everything like that. You know, nobody really saw that coming out. But um, it does have to be disturbing when players quit on you. You know, we know how it gets. Yeah. Being United fans, obviously, um, it was – you really you really got pissed almost at the wrong person. Everything was aimed towards the manager, but it was the players who was letting everybody down. But – that's just how modern football is now. You need a change in there, but um, I don't think he's going to change things overnight necessarily. He's just going to have the base that Pochettino's given him, like I said, for the past five and a half years. They're going to get a manager bump. Um, I think you guys are going to start winning some games. And I was just telling Rick off air last night, if I was in Vegas, I wouldn't mind putting $50 on a Tottenham win the Champions League because you never know. Yeah, I mean, you know <sighs> – one thing's for sure he'll, he'll he'll straighten out what we got what our issues been on the back line and hopefully well hopefully uh i don't know spurs need at least at least one center back a right back and we'll we'll see you know maybe some backup for harry cuz uh or at least play lucas to his potential because right right now the roster is still a little thin for uh 
trying to make a deep Champions League run and trying to get back into uh, top four this year. I mean, it's a, it's a long order sitting down in 14th, but uh, a lot of teams to jump, but not a whole lot of points to make up. So um, I don't know. It sounds crumpled, but the, the thing that I would be happy with, though, is – and, Matt, you'd probably – I want you to comment on this, though, but don't you think that Harry Kane's like Jose Mourinho's perfect striker, the image of that? The man finishes. And what I was saying about Jose Mourinho is, did we play a boring style of football? We did, but there was always chances, and there were golden chances. We just didn't have anybody to finish it. And when we did, we had Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and we got to second. It doesn't, you know, for United fans like us, we want titles, but second place is kind of a big damn deal because we haven't even been anywhere close since Sir Alex Ferguson. So if you've got the likes of Son and Harry and you're going to have, you know, the, the midfield that you guys do supplying them, I think you're going to do fine. I mean, I think Harry is just exactly the type of striker that Mourinho is just going to be able to flourish with. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's the one thing that, w- that we can uh, try and hope for is uh... – the fact that Harry and son are both, you know, top finishers in the league. I mean, you, you got to hope that even, even though, you know, maybe we won't have as many chances as before we, we might have, you know, better, you know, fewer chances, but better chances. And, uh, oh, it, it, it'll be interesting, uh, this Saturday going up against West Ham. Uh, it'll be an early game, uh, for, us here over here in the states, it'll be a six thirty, uh, bright and early is- Saturday mo- Saturday morning. You know, at the dam by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm sure a couple of Liverpool folk will be there just to be there. Just to oh yeah, us. yeah. They got they got to welcome jo- Jose back. Sure, sure. I think with in terms of style play and, and how it's going to benefit Harry Kane, I I think there's an opportunity for Harry Kane to to really do well under under Jose, but. The thing Josie's going to have to do, and, and we've seen him do it before, is that he's never going to play a wide-open game, right? He's never going to let the players just go out and just be completely free. He's he's far too um, disciplined and want to maintain uh, you know, a, strong, a strong defense. But if he allows the guys to be able to go out when there's an opportunity to counter and, and pour it on while they've got an opportunity to, I think that's where they can thrive and, and where Harry can – start getting plenty of goals because like you said, Ryan, there were opportunities under United when, when, when Jose chose to allow them to play a certain style, a certain system. So it'll be interesting to see if how much freedom that he gives them. Um, will he learn from his mistakes at, at, at Chelsea and, and will he, will he certainly learn from his mistakes at United? It's going to be the big thing. And um, you know, I, when, when he got hired on United, um, I was very vocal about not being happy about it, but I was going to go ahead and accept that he was our manager and, and give him a shot and maybe learn from, you know, his mistakes of the past. And he had talked about how excited he was to be at United. This was a club he wanted to manage at for a long time. I thought, okay, maybe he'll humble himself a little bit. And um, it, it didn't last very long. So, you know, maybe, maybe this time he finally will, um, you know, I, you, Boy. Don't, you don't want to see him lose what makes him Jose in some aspect. Right. But I think he's got to put some of that aside if he wants his players to go out and do well. Man, everything you just said right there is everything that sort of crossed through my mind that, you know, he wants to make a, you know, a, make a, you know, make right what he's, you know, had go wrong in his uh, career over the last, you know, five or so years. And just sounds like you guys had the same uh, hopes 
when he uh, came up, came aboard with you guys. So that's, that's not super uh, encouraging for, for me well, as a Spurs supporter moving forward. I, I guess the only thing is when we brought him back, everybody was expecting we're going to be Manchester United again uh, and winning titles, not just doing that. I think I, of course the future at Spurs, that's what it's going to be. That's what he's going to want to do. He thinks he can win a league next year, but I don't think it's going to be just all that weight on his shoulders. And yeah. he was even talking about how he's humbled and everything like that. And nobody wants that. You know, it wouldn't be the Jose Mourinho that we all know. And that's, that's how he gets it done. That's how he walked into Chelsea, wins a title, gets fired from that club, goes back and wins a title. I mean, I don't know if that's ever happened in the history of football. I'm not even sure if it's where it's happened in, in world sport period, but yeah, no, fellas, it's, it's going to be interesting. But what I do think even at the end of the day, and I think the haters can agree with me, I think the premier league is definitely better with him in it. it it's oh, more, yeah. it's, it's more interesting. And the, and the, and the comment I've made to you guys was that when we were talking about amongst you, Rhett, PK and I was, He's fun to watch, but from a distance. Like I've always, I've always enjoyed Great. watching him in the Premier League. I, I enjoyed watching him at Real Madrid to a degree. Uh, you know, it's, it's he, he's he definitely creates headlines, and that makes it interesting. I just would rather it not be for my, for my team. So, um, you know, and and it's funny you mentioned about he he came out today saying he was humbled, um, but then two minutes later they asked him about losing. Uh, in Champions League, and he goes, "Well, I don't know what that's like because I've never lost in a Champions League final." You know, no, yeah, it's just <laughs> and those, Jose fashion right there. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and those are, those are the one-liners that are hilarious. But it, you know, but then you kind of worry, like, you know, is he really going to humble himself and take a different approach? So, but no, it, it it'll make for some uh, it, it'll make for some interesting drama. You know, his first, he'll be back at Old Trafford. What I think it was December 9th. So just in a yeah, it's not it sounds much, about yeah, it sounds about right. It, it's so a good. it's a Monday game, isn't it, or something, or a Wednesday game? Yeah, Monday. It's, I think yes, it's, game. it's a yes, midweek. It's not yeah, it's a midweek game. But the one thing he was talking about was um, they were saying, "Have you talked to Real Madrid this whole time?" And he's saying, "Well, of course. You know, the president and I are still friends. And how are you going to feel about going back to United?" He said, "I got I had over fifty people from the club, old players, new players, everything like that." wishing me, you know, congrats. So he definitely has respect where all the clubs he has left. And, you know, he understands that, but he also put through, which should make me feel good. He was a Spurs support. He's a club man. He's an absolute club man. He slept at the training ground last night. So he's definitely going to put the work in there. He's going to root out who wants to be at the club and who doesn't want to be at the club. When you deal with somebody that is so headstrong like that, they have certain standards. And if you don't get along with that person, you don't share the principles and the standards. That's just how he is. If you buy into his program, it showed time and time again that you could win. Um, he wasn't able to do it with us, but I would dare say right now, he's probably got almost a better squad than he had at moments with us. I think he's got better oh, weapons. Sure. Oh, he's got a lot sure. better weapons at his disposal than he had with us. Um, when he came into our club, half of our lineup was guys who had been there for, you know, five plus years. They were just dead wood. So that's another thing I think he's got going for him at Spurs. Yeah. So, so Rick, I want to ask you about a couple of different players uh, that are going to be impacted by Jose coming in. Um, <laughs> one of them is a United player and the other one is one of your current players. We'll start with your current player. I wanted to ask you about uh, Erickson. He, he's, he's he's really struggled quite a bit this year. He's a guy who is going to be out of contract at the end of the season. I think a lot of us were shocked that 
Tottenham didn't try and unload him in the summer. He's been we were very with, shocked. Yeah, he's been linked with United. He's been linked with a few other teams. What What do you think is going to happen with Erickson now with Jose coming in? Do you think it, things are going to get turned around? Do you think he's going to stay? Are they going to look to sell him? What's 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 uh, your take? I think. I honestly think we're going to try, even though, you know, we'll be in the mix of, you know, Champions League and all that, I still think we're going to try and move them in January. I just, it, I don't think it was a Pochettino thing with, with Erickson. I think it was just a Spurs thing. He he wanted to move on. Uh, you know, he didn't come up through our academy, so he, you know, doesn't have, you know, long, you know, history with us. And I just think he, he didn't think uh, Spurs was really like a, you know, he's <clears throat> excuse me. He's been with the club for uh, shoot. I want to say five seasons now, six seasons. Uh, and he's been great, and he's loved it here. But I think it, it wasn't a spot where he he wanted to be there for you know a decade and <clears throat> play the majority of his career. I think uh, I really think he want. He, I really think he wants to go over to Spain. And uh, I, I was thinking he, he heard the Real Madrid rumors and saw the interest from him and uh, Levy just uh, didn't didn't budge on a price from from what I hear. And they could just never work it, work, work it out to where uh, Real was was interested in paying what Levy wanted. And so I don't know, I, I, I was thinking. You, you can't let that guy, you know, that kind of talent leave, you know, on a free. So I, I think they're uh, they're going to do all they can to get rid of him in January. And, you know, instead of trying to get, you know, $65 million or so from him over the summer, you know, might have to settle for, you know, 35 40 something like that, you know, even less than that uh here in January just because his heart just hasn't been in it all all year he, he's not you know pushing play at all he's uh it's just been very frustrating and especially for me like you know he's the only you know I, I have a few different uh Tottenham kits but you know the only one with a number and a name on the back is Erickson and this year it's just it, it's disgusted me you know I you know I, I won't. I won't take that out of my out of my closet right now, just because you know. Just, I mean, the guy's just been such a disappointment this year, just in his actions and and his demeanor. I mean, it's just been really eye opening as uh, t- you know the type of player he is. You know, he, he just he hasn't given it his all in in any game this year, and it's been very evident. So. Uh, you know, if I don't see him in the starting eleven, I'm I'm not disappointed this year, and and that's saying something. So, so Ryan, is that a guy you want to see United go after? Is that the type of you know, given the current situation, do you want to see him? You know, we we clearly need some midfield help. Do you want do you want United to go make a hard push for Erickson? Well, I mean, if we get the Erickson that we all know, you know, absolutely. Um, I kind of do agree with Rick. I think he wants to get out of the country. Um, I think it'd be very hard for him to step over to United and make an impact like that. But um, right now they're going to be on their knees for him. They know it. I don't think he'd go as low as 30, but uh, probably, you know, maybe a 50, 60 million player that you would get in the summer, but they're going to have to take whatever they want from him. If he's really going to come out, that's will be it. Jose will be able to, um, he's going to rectify it right away. I mean, that yeah. that's, that's another advantage of having a headstrong manager like that. 
he's going to find out right away who really wants to play for him and who doesn't. And um, he usually gets his ways with most things. So we're going to tell very soon if we're going to be able to get that or not. But from a United standpoint, we need all the help that we need right now in the midfield. That's really the missing link right now, especially with golly knows what's going to happen to Paul Pogba. I really don't see him moving in, in the winter or not, but um, we can't seem to keep healthy either. So yeah, if we get a, a great Erickson and maybe a, a fresh start in Manchester would do him so good. As long as he doesn't want to move away. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree with, with what you were saying, Rick, about him wanting to move on to another country. I think if he was, if he was purely motivated to stay in the premier league, I, I think he, we'd be seeing some better performances out of him. Definitely. We, we, we know he's a lot better player than what we've seen. And so I think he's just looking for a completely different start and, there's appeal going over to Spain and, you know, different, different environment for him. And, you know, obviously if he lands at Madrid, it's, it's, it's world-class players from top to bottom, you know, they've, they've struggled and they're still trying to figure out who they're going to be, but maybe bringing him in could infuse some new life and that could turn their season around a bit. So he may be up for a new challenge in that perspective, but, um, well, good. Yeah. The, the another thing to go in on that, just to kind of parlay off that we saw, I um, don't know if you guys saw Gareth Bale with his last match uh, in Wales yeah. that got yeah him and Ryan Giggs Ooh. into the Europa League finals. There was a banner that said um, Wales, golf, Real Madrid, and in that order. Um, I'm, I'm not sure that's something he really needs to apologize for or anything yeah. like that. But when he's playing for Wales, he's smiling and he's flying. He's the flying Welshman when he's playing for his, um, for his nation. Obviously, it's no secret. The man has not been loved in Spain. He has scored some absolutely just worldlies over there. So I'm not sure why the people don't love him, but he probably doesn't feel at home. So, you know, God only knows, maybe this is a little, maybe a player swap plus some cash. Um, I could definitely see Gareth Bale going back. Rick, I don't know if you'd want the man back, but um, if he he can keep healthy for a little while, that um, will probably get some stability to the club. You guys are a young club. Uh, Of course you got Harry and then, you know, the aforementioned over Tongan and some of the other fellows who, been in the club for a while but uh jose can use some generals right now and i definitely think he's one ryan i think you brought up a really good point about you know he may maybe never felt loved at madrid i think that's a normal situation the the real madrid fans they are very very loyal to the club they they are extremely loyal to the club but with the players i think because they've been the galacticos for so long they know that they can replace you at any given moment and anybody can come in and fill your shoes. Ronaldo, arguably one of the greatest players to ever play for Real Madrid. He even has made comments himself about never feeling fully loved there. And, and the fans at moments would turn their backs on him and boo him and, and react negatively to, to him. So, you know, that's one of those places where I think that's the problem with Bale. I think Bale came in there thinking he was going to be absolutely loved. And, and when you have a few bad performances there, the fans could turn on you quick and, and Absolutely. the ownership can treat you in a way yeah. where they make it known, like we can replace you. Like you're not, you're not irreplaceable because we've got all this money in the world. So, you know, I think Erickson's going to have to keep that in mind too. He may be going somewhere where it's going to be tough. Uh, you know, it's, you got to yeah. kind of reconcile it. Um, yeah. the, the other player I wanted to talk about specifically, that's kind of fallen into the mix of this. And he even spurred some of it on social media by a reply he put was Modic. Um, Modic has not been playing for United this year. Ali doesn't seem to think he fits his system. And and what would kind of shock me is we would be looking to sell off another midfielder when we're so thin right. already. Right. But but Modic 
doesn't factor in here. And Modge was a was a Jose guy. So, so Rick, I want to ask you: Is Modge a guy that you'd want to bring in in January to kind of fill in for Erickson getting shipped out? Uh, he doesn't really excite me, honestly. Uh, I know he's a Jose guy, so you know maybe playing with him again might uh, you know put put a little extra life back into his game. But uh, honestly, I mean our our midfield's actually you know e- e- even without uh, er- you know possibly Erickson moving forward, the midfield's pretty uh, pretty full at the moment. So I don't know. I mean. I, I would take him for the, you know, the squad depth and the rotation that we need, but. Uh, well, let's be serious here. The, the player that you guys really want is Marwan Fellaini. <laughs> <laughs> That's the player we all. Uh, well, I, I guess everybody saw that little Photoshop thing in there. It had Matic, Fellaini. Slatan Ibrahimovic. I mean, <laughs> that would just be a match made in heaven for you guys. Oh, You'd be winning titles right and left. With it. I mean, I, I'd take Zlatan in a heartbeat. Oh, <laughs> I'd, I'd take 38-year-old Zlatan. Well, we, yeah, I think we were talking on the last pod. He's definitely a guy that could come back to the Premier League. You know, obviously not play, you know, full matches in every match, but he's a guy that would, I guarantee, score 20 goals a year for a club. There's no doubt about it. He still has the capability, and he'd still be able to do it. I don't care what club he's at. Well, guys, we have spent over 30 minutes talking about one person. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's, and, uh, and that's, that's the thing. Like, Jose is, he's polarizing. You either love him or you hate him, but it's, it's hard to ignore the impact that he, he still has. And so, uh, it, it's certainly going to be interesting to see what he does at Tottenham and, and see if he, if he changes, if, if this time off has finally made him make think about how he handles himself differently and, or, you know, and is leaving on support, it's, it's definitely going to be some good drama. So it will not be boring for you guys for sure. The, the balance of the year. So, so Rick, given that where Spurs are sitting now, knowing that you've got loads of talent still on this squad, you've got a new manager coming in as Jose with a big, big personality and everything else. Where what's your expectation now for where you think Tottenham's going to finish the season in the Premier League and in Champions League? Uh, I mean, Premier League. I'm hoping and praying that we can just claw back up into fourth. Honestly, I mean, it's the way we've been playing. I just I can't you know say that you know that that's anything more than a pipe dream. Uh, so honestly, you know, just make it back into Europa, uh, which sucks to say. Thursday, uh, Thursday. Oh man, <laughs> I fucking hate that. Uh, but honestly, I mean, the way the the way the boys have been playing, it's it's just it's just been such a rough year. Just dropping points. I I, I think we've had. Uh, I think it's been three games that we've had a two goal lead that we haven't. Uh, secured wins uh you know we've only won six of our last 24 matches so that's uh uh fairly eye-opening that's uh, stuff but united aren't from from that yeah, either, that, that's know? bad i mean that that's just bad uh so you know I, i'm i'm hoping to to claw back up into fourth but realistically you know try and just claw back up into top six 
Um, Champions League, I uh, have a much better optimism uh, in regards to that. Uh, we'll, we'll come out of our group uh, barring a, a collapse uh, through the second round or through the second uh, legs of, of the group stage. Uh, we won't catch Byron, but, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we can just work a little magic in, you know, when we get to the knockout stage. And so I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic and, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see us uh, really turn it up uh, in Champions League and, you know, make it back to at least the quarterfinals, Sh- show well in the quarters and, you know, Hopefully, get to the semis. No, you never know. But uh, you know, with, with, with Harry, Harry on the club, I mean, anything, anything's possible. And uh, you know, Son and Lucas seem to really turn it on in these Champions League matches too. So, if we can sort out the the defense, uh, which has been just ridiculously terrible this year, uh, you know, I, I could see us, you know, making it back to Champions League final, and I would, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, it's not it's, it's something that I'm not counting on, but I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that you guys could get to the final. I mean, that's that's the great thing about Champions League. I, and I think especially now when you look at the traditional giants like Barcelona, Real, and Bayern, that are all kind of been a little bit on the downward slope right now. It, it kind of opens things up, and Jose's created a lot of magic in Champions League. Like, that's obviously undeniable, so... And, and like you said, you've got players who seem to, you know, as soon as it's, it's you know, Wednesday night, they they kind of get it turned on and, and they're more amped up for it. And so, and our, our friend Rhett, who, who's done the podcast with us in the past, has already said for sure you guys are going to win it. So, <laughs> you got to come on me. He's it's also, my Champions League team now. Now that they got Jose, yeah, I'm rooting yeah. for you guys 100%. And oh, for sure. Obviously, you're the you're the English team now. I, of course, we don't want to see City or Liverpool, you know, shoot do yeah. anything right now. They're enjoying, you know, so much success. But um, real quick point before we go, Matt. Yep. I was also talking there yesterday just saying that I only – this Liverpool and City, I think the dominance is going to start to come to an end here in the next two or three years. And I think – Obviously, with our vision at United, with Holy Gunnar Solskjaer, the absolute ton of youth that we have coming in, we're going to try and be stepping in. And then I think this is a huge step for Spurs that, hey, they're trying to step in too. So I think the door is going to be wide open for both of our clubs. Absolutely. Well, Rick, I, I think I just want to close out, give you a chance to kind of give your – your you, you say you're part of St. Louis Spurs. Uh, just give your group a plug. Um, you guys got a Facebook group and Twitter and all that that you want to, you want to mention? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, we're on Facebook, uh, St. Louis Spurs, uh, also Twitter, I believe it's St. Louis with St. Louis spelled out S A I N T L O U I S Spurs. Um, I mean, we're, we're, a, a friendly group, uh, a, a lot of playful banter. We've, we've got a couple loud mouths, but it's all in good fun. Uh, we, we keep things lighthearted. We, uh, Every year we we do a uh, food drive for local charities, so we, we do give back to the community, and uh, yeah, you know if uh, you know, I I feel like uh, we're good uh, bar patrons up at Amsterdam. We we never really mix it up too bad. Uh, yeah. 
with, with any of the other support groups. Uh, don't really have too many dust ups, so so that's you know something good where we can always. Uh, Are you just taking nabs at the Red Army here? What's going on? Well, a little bit here and there. But, uh... <laughs> okay, we we've been very very well behaved this year. We have been good this year. We've we been, been very good. no, and honestly, Ricky, you guys, you guys, and I think everybody else that's that's close to us agrees. You guys have been. You guys are one of the more fun ones we like to be around. When Absolutely. We play, when we play Spurs, I look forward to getting up there because I got a lot of friends who are Spurs fans. They're part of your group, and and Lyle's been good to us. And and you know, it's 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 nice that you guys have uh, the bar owners on your side. So, but uh, you know, I just I I just want to give you guys a chance to give a shout to to your group because I think you guys are definitely in class, and we have a lot of fun being around you. So, but uh, wanted to thank you for for joining us, Rick. It was it was good getting your perspective and and. It's wild to think that you know a manager could give us you know this much uh, this much to talk about tonight on a on a week we thought was going to be pretty slow. So, with that being yep. said, seems like nothing will be slow with uh, Jose moving forward. No. No. Well, that being said, uh, th- those are the sounds of Manchester's own Stone Roses. Uh, that means it's the end of our show. I'm your host Matt Hutchinson, joined again by Ryan Casa and our guest Rick. Uh, Evers from our St. Louis Spurs group here in town. Just wanted to thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week once we got uh, we'll have some games going again, and we'll see if uh, United can keep uh, the winning ways. But that wish you good night. Come on, you Reds. If you're looking to get involved with the St. Louis Red Army, you can find us online. We have a private Facebook group. Just search for St. Louis Red Army in the Facebook group section. You can find us on Twitter at St. Louis Red Army. That's at St. Louis Red Army. And if you want to come out and watch games with us, we meet up at the Amsterdam. There's always people up there. We always seem to congregate towards the uh, outside bar. So if you're new to the group and you do head out, head out back. Come say hi. Um, we always love to get new folks involved. So looking forward to seeing you both online and in person. And come on, you Reds.